When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, which flank are you on there, Kamala? Don't you know what flank you're on? News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Oh, my God. She's going to Romania next, so she can embarrass us all there. Oh God, how did she, how did she make it this far? We're going to talk about it, plus a bunch of other crap. Two one zero five nine nine, fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine, fifty five fifty five. I'm Sean, going to be back uh, and call us up with what you're thinking. Yeah, she, she is embarrassing. She, there's not much to her, man. That thing yesterday where she. They asked about the million or so refugees, Ukrainian refugees coming into Poland. And she's standing next to, she's at the podium next to the Polish president. And she didn't know what to say. And she's like, a friend in need is a friend indeed. And then she laughed. And he looked embarrassed. Everybody was embarrassed. The only person apparently who wasn't embarrassed was her. And she should have been. And I'm watching this because, look, basic premise for this segment is the vice president is a dumbass. She's a dumbass. She's a moron. She's not very deep. She's no great intellect. Okay. Uh, you know, she, she's about as far from Nietzsche as a three-toed sloth. I mean, she's just, man, there just ain't much there. There's not a lot of you know, gray matter between those ears. She's a doofus. She's, she's, again, she's a dumbass. She, she really, truly is. And if you think I'm a hater be hating or I'm a racist because she's a black chick, you're out of your mind and you're not paying attention. I don't care what her skin color is. I don't care what her gender is. She's stupid. She's, she's a vacuum, man. She's a black hole in space. And no, I didn't mean that racially either. That's what we call those damn things, black holes. It's a big uh, space of nothingness. And I'm watching her, and it is truly embarrassing. Uh, And it's not the first time she's embarrassed uh, this nation. And uh, it it occurred to me, suddenly I got Kamala Harris. I, I really sort of got what's happened with her, okay? Because the question I kept asking myself watching her, uh, in these video bites from Poland is, my God, how did you get this far? Because she doesn't say anything. When she speaks, she doesn't say anything. She says a lot, but she doesn't say anything. Okay? Uh, it, you know, you, 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 you weed through uh, the verbiage of what's tumbling out of her mouth, like uh, when she did the radio interview. Russia is a big country. Uh, you know, they're on TV. I'm standing here. And she didn't, you know, she didn't know what flank she was on. But then again, if I'm in Poland, I may not know what flank I'm on. Of course, I'm not the freaking vice president of the freaking United States. She damn sure should have known what flank she was on. But I just kept asking myself the question, how did you get this far? 
how did you become vice president of the United States of America? And it suddenly occurred to me what's what's happened with her. She was this in California. She must have been this in California, which means for her time in California as, what was she, a, a DA, uh, you know, then a, a politician running for office. She, the California was the only place someone like Kamala Harris could have survived and thrived. Because I guarantee you, in California, there were people listening to her who also figured out that she's not saying anything and that she's a dumbass. But because it's California and she's a black chick, they just let her slide, man. <laughs> it's the emperor wears no clothes, right, Chris? They just acted like everything was fine. Boy, she's so smart. Isn't she smart? I'm so glad we have a black chick as a DA or whatever the hell she was. I'm so glad we have an African-American woman who is running for press. God, she's so smart. You know, and no one's they, they know she's full of crap. They know she's not saying anything. They know she's a dumbass. But they just acted like she was really, really smart. We need to get her a Nobel Peace Prize. We need to get her a Nobel and a Pulitzer. A Pulitzer. She's so damn smart, and they just let her go, and they just let her spout this not, you know, just prattle on with this nonsense, and nobody ever called her out on it. And I can tell you why I know that because her own staff hates her guts. What does that tell you? Tells you her staff in California kissed her ass, and told her how smart she was. And it's like any given freaking celebrity in 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 L.A. That thinks they're the greatest, like Sean freaking Penn. He's surrounded by people who tell him how freaking great he is. Right. And nobody ever stands up and says, you know, Sean, you're kind of a jackass. You know what I mean? Nobody ever says that to him. So they, they get into this bubble where they think they're every bit as smart as the people around them are telling them. That's what happened with Kamala. And then she gets to the show. She gets to the big leagues. And suddenly she's inside the beltway where, frankly, everyone is a shark. Okay, everybody hates you. Everybody's out for themselves. And she's got a staff that is like, this woman's a dumbass. And she's mean, too. She's mean to her own staff because she probably treated her staff like crap in California because they were so uh, about kissing her ass and telling her. So she treated them like servants, like like she's superior. And now she's in the big leagues, and everybody is figuring out, oh, my God, she's a dumbass. We have a dumbass for the vice president. And they keep trying to get around the fact that she's a dumbass by sending her on trips like this. What do they think is, you know, seriously, in D.C., what do they think is going to happen if they send freaking Kamala Harris to Poland? Okay, it's like it's like letting Biden go off script. Don't you think something stupid is going to happen? Are you shocked? And I'm talking about the people that sent her there. You know, I could sit here and say all day, what were you thinking? But, you know, seriously, what were you freaking thinking? A friend in need is a friend indeed? Oh, my God. So, you know, and we were talking about on Where in Rima that it's it's like a big conspiracy and they're trying to take down America. I, I really think, I really honestly think, it's like Putin didn't expect the Ukrainians to give him any pushback. I don't think the people who put Joe Biden in power realized just how freaking bad he was going to be. I really don't think they thought he was going to be that bad. And they sure as hell didn't think Kamala Harris was going to be this bad. I think they're in a situation, and it's kind of pathetic because they put themselves here, where they are saddled with a guy who is probably the worst president this country has ever seen. And everybody freaking knows it. And you you back that up with arguably the worst vice president this country has ever seen. And they don't know what to do. <laughs> they really don't know what to do. Because they got no one for the next presidential race. They Who they got? Who are they going to put up if Biden says he's not going to run? Which, God, I hope he doesn't run. I mean, a few months ago they were talking about Hillary. And you know they're desperate when they're talking about freaking Hillary Clinton. Unfreaking believable. So let's see how she stumbles her way through Romania, man. Uh, here's Rob on line one. Rob, how you doing? 
Hey, good, Sean. Glad you're back, man. Me too, man. Me too. Hey, brother. Oh, I, I, you're from the same generation as me, so I'm going to say this, and I'm sure you'll get what I'm saying. But over in Poland, Kamala Harris is considered a genius. Oh, no. We can't cut, see how you are. I was. We were saying yesterday we're amazed she didn't tell it's like a Pollock joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that would have been. That would have really. Made how how many of you does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> we're still not sending planes to, to Ukraine. You know, we were talking about that yesterday. She is just man. Yeah, the, she talks, and you can hear the wind blow through her ears. I mean, there just ain't nothing up there, man. She makes this look really good, doesn't she? She does, man. Man, I appreciate the call. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah, she. Uh, who? Holy crap! You know, I mean, uh, you, 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 and we're stuck with her. We're stuck with her for the moment. I just wish a light would go off in in you know whoever they are that are actually running this country. I wish a light would go on in one of their heads and say, "Let's not send Kamala anywhere any anymore. Let's just keep her here." In fact, why doesn't Kamala just go home and and Order some drapes, you know, and just, just uh, you know, we'll trot her out every now and again when Biden has to speak. But just make sure she doesn't say anything. They keep sending her out, though, man. And and you know that it's, it's to a certain extent, it's some of this woke crap, you know. We're sending an African-American woman out to Poland or out to, yeah, out to Poland to fix things. See how woke we are? We got a we got a black chick as a Supreme Court justice we're nominating, and we got a black chick vice president, and we're sending the black chick out to Poland. We're so woke. We're so woke and non-racist. Well, whether she's black or not, she is a dumbass, and uh, continues to prove it on a global basis. Yeah, very quickly, um, here's George. George, how are you? Good morning. Hey, I, hey. I was just thinking. I just found out, I think I know where Fauci is. I think he's back over in China making more bugs. And uh, Maybe. as far as Pelosi, I know what she's going on. Every time she claps, uh, like during uh, his speech, whenever she claps, her false teeth shake loose, and she's too proud to stick a finger in her mouth to stick them up, so she's trying to move them with her right. lips or something. Well, there you go, but, man. Yeah, she's a mess. Yeah. I appreciate the call, George. Thank you. We're going to take a little break. Let it breaky wakey, then we'll come back and talk to Alex. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Is Kamala Harris a dumbass or am I a woman hating racist? It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean asking the all-important question. Is Kamala Harris a dumbass? A dumbass. I got lazy mouth there. Is she a dumbass? A dumb ass? An ass of the dumb? Or is she, uh, is she am I just a woman-hating racist? Uh, let's go to Alex on line three. Alex, how you doing? I'm a... Hey. Hey. Brother. <laughs> you had me worried there for a minute. I know. I'm Last I'm cool time now I though. To you man, you sounded. I told you you sounded like yeah. Yeah, but I sounded pretty you bad. Sound awesome now. Well, yeah, thank you, man. I am thank so you. glad to hear you again. Me too. Me too. Good to be back. Good to be back. Well, so so going to Kamala Harris, if that's how <laughs> however you say her name, okay. Right. Yes, she is a dumbass. But here's the real point. <laughs> That woman used to be the attorney general of California. Now she's one, you know, she's one person away from being able to push the nuclear button. That's right. what should scare crap out of everybody. Well, that was that the moron. former, that more, yeah, it was the former press secretary, I think, of Ukraine, who said after she was visiting with the president uh, of Poland that you know it'd be a tragedy if she ever became president, and she's right. Oh, absolutely. We have yeah. the two most incompetent people as president and vice president we've ever had. And yeah. it's just amazing to me, looking at everything, that people will still support these guys. It's crazy. Well, You're, you're going to have $7 a gallon gas within the next two months. I guarantee right. you that. Oh, I agree. And people Look. will still go, oh, but it's Putin's fault. 
No, yeah, it's right. not Putin's fault, you idiot. When you shut your own gas lines off, you're going to have high prices and you're going to have inflation. I told my wife this morning, what used to cost $500 to fill up an 18-wheeler now costs $1,200. Good God. Do you think that that's not going to impact the price of anything? Of everything, right. It will. It already exactly. is. She couldn't find dog food. She told me she went to five different stores to find dog food for our dogs. Right. That's how that conversation got started. Well, you know, and, and you're right, though, and it's in the psychology of folks on the left that they can never be wrong. They can never be wrong. And so in, in never being wrong, they have to go with this. They have to go with the Russian explanation. Uh, they have to go with this idea that, well, the economy's not that bad, even though they themselves are getting hurt by it. And uh, they're, they're idiots. They're morons, and they just they just tow the company line, whatever it is. And well, uh, it sucks okay, because it's hurting it. people. Take a poor, take a guy that works hard for a living, makes, let's say the guy makes $50,000 a year, okay? Right. That's who this, this, this whole thing is going to impact. It's right. not going to impact Absolutely. the rich. The rich are just going to, they'll sit at home and go, hey, I'll count my money over here instead of over there. But the guy well, yeah. that's out there paying his car payment, paying his house payment, paying for his kids' clothes at school, you know, and the gas to get them there, that's the guy it's going to impact. The Democrats don't do anything for the poor. They don't. No. They have ruined. They claim that they the do, lower but class. they don't. They no, don't do right. anything. No, they don't. They don't. They they use the the uh, lower income folks. Uh, I got to run, Alex. Vote for them. They do, right, and I don't know why. Good to have you I back, appreciate man. the call. Glad to be back, man, brother. Thank you. Let's go to Lee on line one. Lee, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, just. I agree with everything that last guy said, but, you know, why is Biden starting to look like an alien? You know, I'm starting to get worried about that. He hates America (laughs) so bad. He looks like an alien. And, yes, she's a dumbass. (laughs) And that is a couple of dumbasses running things. That is for the Biden supporters that listen to this program that why do they hate America so bad? That would be my question. Thank you. I'll listen. Thanks a lot. All right, man. Thank you. Well, I, they may not be hating. There may not be an America to hate much longer if uh, if this business keeps up. And and that's why it nauseates me to hear this crap about how it's Russia's fault. Oh, please. We're not that stupid, man. Holy crap. Let's take one more quick call. Here's Terry on line four. Terry, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Sean. Glad to have you back. You Glad know, to be back, things- brother. The best thing about having Biden as president and Jimmy Carter don't look so bad. And, <laughs> you, and you know, the other thing, could you imagine this? Uh, I'm going to call her a stupid ass because she's, uh, you know, dumbasses can have a little fixture to them, but she's just freaking stupid. Could you imagine yeah. her working for Trump? What, 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 what would he say? You're fired. Yeah, she wouldn't last a week with Trump, man. No, she a wouldn't. A week. She wouldn't yeah. even get a suitcase in the door. I agree. It, 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 you know what? It's such an embarrassment. She is such an embarrassment to people in general. I agree. Let's see how she embarrasses us in Romania. I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. The president is speaking about Russia. Let's take a listen. You failed. Helped to split apart American democracies in terms of our positions. He failed. The American people are united. The world is united. And we stand with the people of Ukraine. We will not let autocrats and would-be emperors dictate the direction of the world. Democracies are rising to meet this moment, rallying the world to the side of peace and the side of security. We're showing our strength, and we will not falter. God bless all of you. God bless Ukraine, and God bless our troops. Bill Whitehouse has said that that Russia may use chemical weapons or create a false flag operation to use them. What evidence have you seen showing that? And would the U.S. have a military response if Putin does launch a chemical weapons attack? I'm not going to speak about the intelligence, but. But uh, Russia would pay a severe price if they use chemicals. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, 
But he took sort of mumbled his way through the answer to it. Let's see. Somebody asked him about this chemical weapons thing. Are you worried that Putin's going to use chemical weapons? And uh, he said, I'm not going to speak about that right now. He just, doesn't he sound like he's just on the verge of a big old nap every time he talks? He just ain't there, man. He is not there. And it's, it, and it's, it doesn't it seem like uh, this thing in Ukraine is wearing him down, wearing him out a little? He seems a little bit more tired every time you see him. Wow. Well, if that doesn't invoke confidence, I don't know what does. Now, apparently, and Trey was saying this, that uh, coming up at 10, the the Ruskies, the Russians, those crazy Russians, are uh, supposed to uh, put out some information about chemical labs or chemical stuff that they found inside uh, of, uh, of Ukraine. We've been hearing about this, at least from Tucker Carlson, over the past few nights. That uh, that apparently, uh, and we heard this from our own undersecretary of state, that apparently we have uh, bio, biological labs in Ukraine. Uh, doing what? We don't know, but we know that our government is afraid of Russia getting a hold of them, of these labs, and whatever material is inside these labs. And uh, as I said yesterday, the only way, the only reason they'd be worried about that is if they were weapons labs. So God knows. Uh, so we'll see if we hear anything from the Russians coming up at ten. Uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. But what, what's on your mind? What do you think about? What do you do? You, do, do our president? Uh, do, do you feel he is in command of this situation in any, any way, shape, or form? Rate the president on his performance with Russia and Ukraine thus far, because I, I think it sucked. I think we're coming off as as chumps. I think we're coming off as wussies. Uh, we, we can't even allow uh, Poland to send planes through one of our air bases because of how it may appear to Russia, uh, which means for me that Russia is kind of running the show right now. Russia is. Putin is running the gig right now. We react to him. He is not reacting to us. And if you think that Putin's going to hear that he no longer has favored nation status status with the united states of america that he's going to go oops well we've gone too far pull back the tanks <laughs> we uh, we stepped over the line we lost our favored nation status pull back that convoy baby it's all over let's go home you know I, and when the president says that we'll do anything well apparently we won't i mean i even Kamala Harris was saying that crap in Poland. Well, there's nothing we won't do. Well, apparently there's all kinds of crap we won't do. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not going to let them use an air base to send planes into, uh, into Ukraine. We're not going to put boots on the ground. We're not going to give them any air support. So when they say there's nothing we won't do where everything is on the table, they're, they're lying already because we know there's all kinds of crap they won't do. Unfortunately, Zelensky knows it too. So, you know, if you don't think China isn't watching this crap unfold, you're out of your mind. I and uh, keeping their eyes on Taiwan and whatever the hell else they want to do. And who's the only person, who, who are the only folks supporting Russia at this point? That's right, China. Let's go to David on line one. David, how you doing? Hey, uh, well, really, it's really, really good to hear your voice again, man. Welcome back to... Really, thank you. Glad to be back, man. Glad to Just be back. Just real, real quick. I've told you, and I've told Trey, and I've told Jack before, and I have to say it again because it's got to, it's got to get mentioned. As long as my beautiful state of Texas stays red, and we have the uh, Supreme Court on, in our hands on our side, I don't give a damn what Democrats do in Bear County or anywhere else, man. <laughs> That's thank there. you, brother. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we do have to suffer the gas prices and the cost of living, and we do have to suffer the inflation. But I, I, I will agree with you in the sense that it, going through this time, and I mean going back a couple of years to the beginning of the pandemic, uh, of all the places to be living in this country, I am so glad I live in Texas. 
I love Texas. And I it, through bad times, when this country faces bad times, baby, I am thankful that I live in Texas. I almost get down and kiss the ground, man. I kiss, the, I kiss Texas. I kiss Texas with my own lips. I'm so happy to be here. Going through rough times in this country and in the pla- on the planet. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, let's take one more before we break. Let's go to Angela. Angela, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. I just wanted to start off by telling a joke. That's all. Sure. Uh, President Biden was rushed to the emergency room this morning, and I just wanted to let the callers know about that. Uh, his diagnosis was that he couldn't stop Putin. He couldn't stop what? Couldn't stop he Putin. couldn't stop Putin. <laughs> That's okay. Funny. You have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. Need to get him a, a Putin bag. <laughs> couldn't stop Putin. Maybe half of Vlad's problem is he's got a silly sounding last name. Everything he's just got to be full of angst. Putin. Two ones. <laughs> well, and he's short. And he's he got a short. silly name. He's got a silly name, Putin. That sounds like some kind of game you'd play at the county fair, right? Like, uh, what's the cornhole thing where you throw the beanbag through the hole in the board? Cornhole? Cornhole. What did I say? <laughs> cornhole, is that what they call it? You know, hey, let's go play some Putin. Baby, I'm going I'm to do some Putin and win you a Cupid doll. How'd you like it? I'm going to win you one of them big stuffed teddy bears by throwing a Putin. All right. Uh, didn't mean to accidentally quote uh, Beavis and Butthead there. Two two one two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Whoo! Yeah, go to the county fair and say you want to play that. Let's play that in the backyard. Uh, it's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Russia at war with Ukraine. Get the latest and stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi. Sean, hi. Good to be back. Hi. How are you? Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. It's cold outside. My wife and daughter are bringing in all the plants from outside so as they don't freeze. It's cold enough for you? Cold. I hate it when people ask me that. I can't, especially, like, even, like, August, I go, hot enough for you? Cold enough for you? No, I'd like it to be a little colder. Thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, my the family unit is awake, and uh, the cats are all awake, so if you hear any, hear any noise in the background. My home studio is a recliner in the living room, and uh, and uh, there's activity around us. Good morning, Jar Jar. His name, my cat's name is Jarvis, not Jar Jar. Jarvis. Say it with me. Jarvis. Jar Jar. Jarvis. Anyway. Um, you know, and one thing that was disappointing. <laughs> Don Morgan's laughing. It's just funny. It's the most famous cat in San Antonio. Right. It'd be even better and if you it, had a cat named Jarvis and another cat named Canvas. That'd be funny to me. I don't know Jarvis why. and Canvas? Yeah. Why is that? I don't get it. Canvas. Jar. Can. Not everyone. Can can. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, Chris. Chris has successfully renamed my cat because I got people on Facebook now that do the same thing. Is that Jar Jar? If I post a picture, is that Jar Jar? Your cat's like Jarvis. His second name is Jarvis. I have so little control over the events of my life. At least let me name the cat. You know what I mean? It's the it's same all cat I got. that turns. It's his... all I got is I got to name the cat. Same cat, cat that turned does... his hairy back on you a while ago. Cat doesn't want anything to do with me. Yeah. But I I saved his ass. If it weren't for me, he'd be living in the woods outside of Kinky Freeman's place up there in uh, in the hill country. Okay, I, I, I rescued this cat. From, you know, he had 30 other kittens, sisters and brothers that were eating his food. And I rescued him. Me and my buddy Randy drove Jarvis down here to my home, took him into my home, gave him nice food and a place to sleep and treated him well. He's off the streets, okay? He doesn't have to sell himself for kibble, okay? He's... <laughs> He rescued him. <laughs> Got him out of the bad life. Oh, man. You know, Jarvis, if you only knew what your life would have been. And this is how he treats me. Right. And I get the name. I think, did I name him? I think I named him. I did name him. 
and now I can't even have that. Even that has been wrested from me, thanks to my own producer. I'm surprised my wife and daughter and son haven't started calling him Jar Jar. Go, oh, it'll at this happen. Point. It's happen. The audience, that's the thing. It's George, it's George. I'm like, thanks, Chris. Thank you, man. That's all I had was the name. And now I don't even have that. Now I'm depressed. Now I'm kidding. Um, now how is Jar Jar? Is- Jarvis is fine. I don't know who this Jar Jar is. <laughs> you know what the little booger does, though? He, he sits, he sleeps all day. Like, he'll sleep in the recliner sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my home studio is my recliner. And the, 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 the cats will sleep all stinking day just so he can stay up all night and do annoying crap. He also is, has an obsession with my IV tube. I think he's trying to kill me because he'll, 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 he'll bite. the I, If I look over, he's, there he is gnawing on the IV tube or, or twisting it up or playing with it or swatting it with his little claws. It's just bad. You know, I, I just, you know, a pox on him. I, I, I saved him. I brought him into my home, and this is how he treats me. Well, because it started, you had him in, you had him in your room. You yes. kept Because you have three other cats, so you kept the little cat. I have four other four cats. Four other cats. This you, is the so, fifth one, yes. So you kept him away from the other cats because he was a kitten. Well, and you, and right. you wanted him to get acclimated to his surroundings. To me. But, yeah. I wanted him to love me. Right. So you, you because kept the other him. cats don't have anything to do with me. I wanted one cat to love me. So you kept so him kept locked him up in, in the, the room. room. Yes. And then the day you decided he was, okay, we're going to let you out so you can socialize with the other cats, he, he hasn't uh, come near you since. He dropped me like a hot rock. Right. I mean nothing to him. And so, he probably calls himself Jar Jar, for all I know. So he does have to sell himself for kibble for you. <laughs> See how you are. Old habits die hard. Oh, God. I tried, Jarvis. I tried. It's with the thanks I get, not on my IV tube. Right. All right. Well, I got to go. Um, 210-599-5555. We'll be right back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. A friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, God. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean, hour number two. Hanging with me. Good to be back. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And uh, we're talking about uh, Ukraine, obviously, and uh, what a dumbass Kamala Harris is, obviously. Uh, gas prices. There was an interesting exchange with the Deuce and Jen Psaki yesterday. And yeah, I, I don't know how, I don't know how somebody like Jen Psaki lies as bad as she does. What's that? Uh, yeah, do you have it? Yeah, go ahead and play that. We just heard you say again that you think inflation is going to be temporary. We've heard you say that it was going to be temporary since last spring. So how long do you guys think temporary is? Well, again, Peter, I think what we do is we rely on the assessments of the Federal Reserve and of outside economic analysts who give an assessment of how long it will last. The expectations and their assessment at this point continues to be that it will moderate by the end of the year. There's also no question that when a foreign dictator invades a foreign country and when that foreign dictator is the head of a country that is the third largest supplier of oil in the in the world, that that is going to have an impact. And it is. How does she lie through her pie hole like that with a straight face and go home and look herself in the mirror? But Ducey's getting feisty. Did you hear that? How long do you think temporary is? And you you have, uh, you know, it's not like we all were sleeping and we just suddenly woke up when Putin rolled into Ukraine. And we don't remember how the economy was sucking prior to this. We don't remember the chain of supply problems. We don't remember gas prices going up. And as uh, one economist, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's a government economist or, a, or actually a Democrat, uh, who said, that uh, you know the 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 inflation numbers only include a little bit of February or or the uh, 
the the rolling in uh, to Ukraine by the Russians, the previous three months tell the same story of rising inflation. Biden owns this. Biden owns this economy or whoever is actually running the country. And Saki knows that. And later, Deuce, the Deuce, the Deuce, Steve Ducey asks her, uh, you know, are you going to continue to blame Russia for everything all the way up into the midterms? And you know what? That She didn't answer, of course. And she kind of went back to, uh, well, you know, it's a, we, nobody could have expected this. We're doing everything we can about Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. So, in other words, her answer to that question, are you going to blame Russia for everything all the way up to the midterms, was to blame Russia. And I don't know how somebody, again, you know, I don't know how someone like Jen Psaki, who is so full of crap, I, I don't know what it is with her. I don't know if she's like the rest of them. She's such a freaking elitist that she just assumes everyone is so stupid that whatever she says, they'll just accept. And what the Democrats and folks on the left don't understand is that the stupid people in the room are their support base. The people who believe whatever somebody like Jen Psaki says are the morons who tend to vote Democrat no matter what. See, the, the, the misperception is that folks like you and me, folks who are either conservative, uh, I'm, I'm middle of the road, but I'm mostly conservative, I tend to vote conservative, I tend to think conservative on most issues. I'm not a Republican, but I, I don't belong to any party. But I, it, I would be full of crap if I said that I don't tend to mostly support conservative issues and conservative solutions. Socially, there's a couple of things where I guess you could say I, I tack left or I track left. Tack, I guess, would be the right sailing term. Gay marriage, I got no problem with whoever the hell you want to marry. I supported that. But mostly I'm conservative. And in the elitist puke mind, the liberal puke mind, conservatives are the dumbasses. We're the rubes. We're the rednecks. We're middle America. We're flyover country, the salt of the earth. And we're so stupid. We're so darn stupid. We're such darn rednecks that you can tell us any damn thing and we'll believe it. But your average redneck in this country actually tends to be more literate on current events than your average Democrat. And I know that because whenever we talk to a Democrat on this show, whenever I've talked to a liberal idiot on this program, and I've been doing radio here at KTSA now for, what, 11 years? It is a rare freaking thing when you get a a person from the left, a so-called liberal puke, as I've dubbed them, to call up on the air and be intelligent. And say something that is intelligent, that is well-reasoned, where it's obvious they've done some reading and research on the topic. That rarely happens. And even in my life, okay, when I'm talking to somebody who is on the left, they tend to be the most uninformed human beings you will encounter. And they tend to be the ones who, whatever the hell, uh, as long as the right person is saying it, whether it's Biden or, hell, during the pandemic, Fauci. As long as the right person is saying it, they just swallow it whole, man. There's a lot of liberal pukes out there who are going with the Russian thing. Even though they themselves are paying higher gas prices before Vlad rolled into Ukraine. Even though they themselves, somewhere in their tiny little brains, are aware that things were going south long before Vlad Putin rolled into Ukraine. Gas prices were going up because essentially this administration was shutting down the oil industry in this country. Let's get to the so I don't know how Saki you know looks in the mirror. I really don't. Uh, who do we got? Do we have Nakoma? Is it Nakona? Hey, how you doing, John? Hey man, how you doing? Good. Welcome back. Uh, Good to be back, up, man. Up here on iHeart on. Uh, up on the reservation up here, Comanche Apache Kiowa Reservation in Oklahoma. Oh, rock on. Hey, uh, just uh, talk to Trey all the time, every once in a while. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, um, these elitists, they're not worried about it because, remember, we pay for their medical. They don't pay for gas. We pay for that. Right. They they right. eat the finest steaks and, and all that stuff, you know, whatever they want at their beck and command. And... and if they're sick, they don't go to the doctor. They call, and they come to them. So they're not worried about any of that, you know, because we're flipping the bill for them. 
and, and it's pretty darn sad. Well, and I've said that before. They don't have to suffer the economic policies that they themselves put into place. Uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris doesn't have to worry about getting gas for her car. Uh, they, they, Joe Biden doesn't have to worry about the cost of living. You're right, health care. Who are the only people that were exempt from Obamacare when they tried to shove that down our throats? They were. They don't have to suffer any of this stuff. And that was, and I'm talking about the elitists in general, not just political elitists, but also our celebrity class. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert let it slip the other day when he said, you know, I don't mind paying $15 a, a gallon for a clean conscience because I drive a Tesla. Well, most people can't afford a freaking Tesla. You know, and that's who they are, though. So you're absolutely right, man. And and thanks for calling the show. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, good talking to you. Uh, you sound way better. I remember when you came on the other the other day trying to uh, make it oh. through, and I was like, man, he's struggling. But, hey, he's going to be okay. Oh, so glad you're, glad you. you're all right. Thank Take you, brother. Care. I appreciate that, man. You too. Yeah, I was feeling poorly when I tried to go on the air a couple of weeks ago. In fact, my ass landed in the uh, ICU the next day. I got dehydrated. I have to make sure I hydrate, and I gotta have fluids. So if you're just if you're just hearing me, I I, I actually have an IV tube right over my shoulder that pumps fluids into my body 24 hours a day. I actually look like something out of a science fiction movie because I got about three different hoses hanging out of my body, keeping me alive. But uh, it is good to be back. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Is David still there? David. Hey, how are you there? Pretty good, man. How you doing? Oh, doing good. It's good to hear your voice again. Good to be heard, man. Good to be back. <laughs> it's so I'm so glad hey, to I be was, back. Uh, <laughs> I was following up on an email that I sent to Trey a little bit earlier this uh, this week. Um, I sent him a picture of my fuel receipt. I'm a truck driver. I uh, wow. haul construction equipment. Wow. And uh, my fuel receipt uh beginning of the week was $738. Wow. And just fueled up again today. Uh, I was down at a quarter tank, uh, $635. So wow. already I've paid out more than what most people make in a week. God. Oh, I, the you truckers, know, you guys are the ones that I feel the worst for because you're the ones who are going to get hit hardest by this. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. And you know, uh, I saw a picture of one of those one of those uh, windmills uh, up in flames uh, because there was there was uh, petroleum products, oil or grease <laughs> leaking out of it. Guess what? Yeah. Uh, Eco friendly people those take those take lubricants and petroleum products also. You know, That's you right, they do. Parts lubricated. They do, or they or they catch on fire. They stop working. You're absolutely right. And you look at, and we were talking about this earlier. You look at these electric cars; they still need petroleum for the tires, as Trey pointed out earlier. Uh, you need uh, natural resources for the chips. We have a chip shortage right now because we're having a hard time getting our hands on nickel. Uh, they require yep. a lot of the same elements that a gas. In fact, I, I I think I read somewhere that if you added up all of the fossil fuels that are needed to put together your average electric car. Actually, the gas-powered car uh, is more efficient in that sense. So, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, it's madness. And, again, you truckers are, are getting hurt the hurt worst. And, of course, if the trucks don't roll, uh, it affects the, the economy. It's just about every other level. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I've, I've, I've known a lot of truckers over my life, and I just I have a great deal of, of, of affinity for you guys and gals who, who roll across the highway. Uh, uh, getting stuff we need. So uh, hang in there, brother, and uh, 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 we'll get through all this one way or the other. <laughs> you know. Uh, thank you. Again, t- again, um, or also, uh, a friend of mine went to go and buy some uh, some filters for his truck. Um, you know, we have to we have to change out fuel filters, especially right. getting that dirty ass oil from uh, from <laughs> other countries. You know. Sure. Uh, your filters get clogged, so you have to change out your fuel filters, your oil filters, right. quite often. And I mean, he went to about five, six different places, and all that stuff was back ordered, so oh, he God. couldn't get filters up until he got up to Dallas. Damn. And uh, yeah, so I mean, 
it's it's ridiculous. It's, it, we're getting oil from from these places, these other places. They don't they don't process petroleum as clean as we do. Right. You right. know they they don't have they don't have the regulations and all that. Right. That, well, that we it's have su- here. And it sucks because we could be independent of all those folks and just producing our own. I got to run, man. Thank you so much for the call, David. Be careful out there. You know, we could be independent. We were. And every time you hear this president or even this vice president or even the the secretary of transportation say, well, there's nothing it would do about our current situation, they are lying. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. And then we have Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. What an impressive display he put on yesterday. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, let's hear it. Do you have any questions? No, I would just like to say to Your Honor that I'm uh, I'm not suicidal. That's what I would like to say. Okay. I'm not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent, and I am not suicidal. Right. Yeah. If I did this, then it means that I stuffed my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 oh, years, God. in the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you, and I respect the jury, but I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself, and you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Oh, God. Get a grip on yourself, man. Holy crap. Brought up 400 years of blacks in America. And and he's not su- I guess the, it's the Epstein thing, right, Chris? He's, he's worried that, that he gets put in jail. They'll kill him and make it look like suicide. So he's got to let everybody, I'm not suicidal. Got 150 days, man. Is that what he got, 150 days? He has to pay a fine? Dude, you ought to be kissing that judge on the lips, man. You ought to be thanking that judge. That's all you got. And he walks out with his freaking fist in the air. Black power, man. I'm not suicidal. How embarrassing. I mean, that really is. Not to quote Popeye here, but that's pretty freaking embarrassing. Dude, you did it, man. I mean, it, 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 like it, it's indisputable that he did it. He faked a hate crime against himself. Everybody knows that he did. They've got the absolute proof that he did this. The brothers that he hired testified this is what he did. <laughs> There's no doubt that he did it. And yet he clings to this lie like a weirdo, man, and... and you know what it is, and and I, I Trey was saying that you know guys like that are hoping to start a race war. I, I I don't I don't think he got that deep with it. I think he thought that if he committed this act against himself and could pull it off, that he could be like you know the Colin Kaepernick of HBO. You know what I mean, or Showtime or whatever cable whatever had his show his stupid show on. Well, you remember I thought he was thick. What his gig was coming to an end. His gig was over, right. He didn't have a gig lined up. That's right, kind of like Ka- Kaepernick wasn't a very good quarterback. And so suddenly he's, he, he wants to be a race icon and a warrior in the new civil rights movement. And the problem is, Jussie, is that you, 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 the crime, you, you're really not, he really wasn't that smart. He really didn't, it was such a stupid crime. I mean, anybody could have figured that out, that he was full of crap. Just the initial story, right? So let me get this straight. On the coldest night in Chicago, in the middle of the night, right, Chris? Right? That, like you got two MAGA hat-wearing racists who are just strolling around downtown Chicago looking for a black gay guy that they can hang a noose around and pour bleach on. Because that's believable. I don't think he wanted to start a race war. I thought he. I think that he thought by doing this, he could be the next Colin Kaepernick, and it bit him on the ass because he was completely inept in how he pulled it off. 
Well, I think you figured like many people, especially with, in the media, figured that because of the politics of the day, nobody would investigate. Right. Nobody would look into it. They would take his word for it. And they didn't. <laughs> well, you know, there's one major thing that he forgot to take into consideration. And, and, and that is the fact that two MAGA hat-wearing racists wouldn't be watching his stupid TV show anyway. So, no, they, <laughs> they wouldn't. wouldn't have any idea who he is. No, of course not. <laughs> that was kind of the giveaway to me. Because <laughs> weren't they? What didn't he say that they were targeting him specifically? Right. Like they, they sit around and watch the Empire. What was the name of the show? Empire. Empire or... They knew who he was. That was his right. claim. Let's go find that guy in the middle of the night in Chicago. With our MAGA hats on. Right, Jesse. 20 below zero. He's got to go for a Subway sandwich anytime now. Right. Come on, man. Dude, you should have thought it through a little better. And and now the fact that he still clings to it is, is just embarrassing. It really is. He's committed to it for sure. He is, man. <laughs> I am not suicidal. Jesse, you're, you're going to be fine. You'll you'll do your 150 days. Yeah, you'll be If he even right. does that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? If he even does that. You know, it's not smuck. like he's doing hard times somewhere. You know, he'll be, right. he'll be locked away in a little room somewhere for about a month, if that. They're not sending him to Supermax. You know no. what I mean? He's not going, he's not going to he's not Sing, going sing to freaking, or something like he's, that. He's not going to Rikers. You know what I mean? He's going to be on cell block D. You know? He thinks hey, Jesse, get my damn tray or I'll kill you. He thinks you he's know? going to Attica or something like that. Attica. <laughs> He'll be okay. Yeah. Jesse, you're going to be just fine, man. I just, you know, I mean, when people found out, wouldn't you? Wouldn't the better thing to have been like, yeah, I did that, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was trying to up my career. You know, I mean, own it. Well, it's yeah. like we said with the people who surround themselves with everyone that tell them that they're great. Well, yeah, and if you look at, like, the family and his friends, they're walking in arm in arm, you know, like he's being persecuted. And you'd think that in a, the African-American community would actually not like this, like not really be into people faking hate crimes against themselves. You'd think they would have a disdain for that. And yet, you know, I mean, there was an older guy, I remember when this was all going on, I can't remember who he was, who said, you know, the fact that he still had the noose around his neck when the cops showed up was a signal to him. I think it might have been one of the jurors. Because he said, for a black person, a noose is the word, the symbol of all of it. Mm-hmm. And why you would keep that around your neck for any length of time, he, he said, that's kind of that kind of made me think that there was something going on here. I think it might have been one of the jurors. But what a schmuck. Oh, i got to take a break. Uh, so, yeah, Jesse, another uh, mediocre celebrity who goes down and schmucked him. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Robert's been on hold forever. Robert, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, Sean? Hey, a uh, couple of things. One, number one, great to have you back. And I really miss this conversation with the three amigos you have going right now, we love it. It's fantastic. Thank you. It's awesome. Number Thank two, you so um, this Jesse thing, I think, and uh, you know more than I do maybe, I don't know. Uh, I think this Jesse thing, it's pretty much he probably played a game to try to get some attention like y'all been saying. You know, Hollywood, some people might have gotten involved, and now he may know a little bit too much information. And maybe he's reading the tea leaves that it's time for him to go. Somebody's telling him it's time for him to go, or he, he knows too much or something. I, no, I don't think he's that important. You play I don't think with, he knows you, it. You play with fire, you're going to get right. burned sooner or later. I no, mean, I, I, think, I think he's kid, trying to say that because. That way. <laughs> I, I think he's trying to say because he's black, you know, and someone's going to kill him in prison and it's not suicide. That, that's probably true, man. And last thing, uh, and I'll get off the air. Uh, this Russian, Ukrainian stuff, and soon around the corner, uh, Taiwan. It's, I think it's all what our government, our government representative, our Congress, our Senate, I think they're partially to blame because all they're doing 
puts us in this situation that we're so dependent on everybody and we promise things that we can't deliver and they're going to let we're going to print money that my daughter is going to have to pay and i right. think it's, it's their problem it's their problem that they put us in and now the american people going to have to try to get out of it so that's all i got to say Sean. and again right. man it's fantastic having you back it makes my <laughs> morning you. wonderful you know it, it's i'm so great. glad man you have a good one man <laughs> all right you too brother thank you so much 210-599-5555 it's good to be back I got a little distracted because I got the Fox News on here in the background. I watch local stuff, and then I turn over to the national guys when I go on the air. And they have this, I don't know if you guys have seen this, they have this CIA analyst that, that pops up. He's one of the contributors all the time. And his name is Buck Sexton. Uh, have you heard of Buck Sexton? I just, he's, I think I've seen him. He's actually a really intelligent guy, and he has really great insight into what's going on. But, Chris, is that not like a porno name? Is that not like the greatest? It's either the greatest radio name, Buck Sexton, in your evening, you know? Or, like, uh, as a porn actor, wouldn't you like a name like that? Buck Sexton. Just want to throw that out there. I got names on the brain today because it's it's take pride in your middle name day. You know, in the earlier show, we do uh, we do what the, 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 the holidays are, you know, for any given day. Like, it's... So what Rabbit would secretary's butt day, you know, whatever. What would Buck's middle name be? I don't think I want to know. Might be something that get gets me fired. I don't know. Buck nasty. Buck nasty. Buck nasty Sexton. His middle name is nasty. Wouldn't that be perfect? Buck nasty Sexton. Yeah. I actually hate my middle name. I don't know. I know Chris. Your your middle name is Michael. 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 Mike. As we say in Baltimore, you call him Mike. Uh, which is a pretty cool name. I don't know what Don Morgan's middle name is. Mine is Keith, and I've always hated it. I don't know why. I don't like that. I just have always hated it. Plus, I think my parents misspelled it. I think I'm act. I think I actually misspell my own middle name. My wife is nodding her head. How do I spell my middle name? K E I T H. That's correct. No, I spell it the other way. I spell it K I E T H. Oh, you spell I it mis- incorrectly. I spell my middle name incorrectly. That's how little I think of it. I thought you might have spelled it K-E-E-T-H. No, I'm not that bad. What do you think I am, Kamala Harris? No, I'm not that stupid. No, I but I do misspell it. I, I switch up the E and the I, and I think my parents did that. I think my parents misspelled my middle name. Answer this but, question. Oh what God. is the most unattractive male first name in the English language? Keith. What is it? Oh, God, is it? I've always hated it because, to me, it sounds like teeth. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like Sean Teeth Rima. So your middle name is is Keith. Yes. But they spelled it wrong. My parents misspelled. I misspell my own middle name. Keith. Uh, I do. Yeah. And I know it. I figured it out when I was in my 20s. I'm like, "That, that ain't right. See, my middle name is Leopold. How do you mess that up? Is it really? Yeah. Now, Leopold's kind of cool. It's got sort of a noble sound to it. <laughs> Don Leopold. Leopold. Sound like I should be making pizza. No, you sound like you ought to be a lion in the Serengeti, like <laughs> Leopold, the great lion. Well, and his full first name is Donatello. <laughs> Donatello Leopold Morgan. Yeah, perfect. Your, your, your first name isn't Donatello, is it? No. It's Don. Donald? No. Just Don. Don Don Leopold. Leopold is badass. Now, that's a badass-sounding middle name. Mine sounds just nerdy. Plus, my name sounds Irish. I'm I'm almost fully Norwegian, but I have an Irish name. Since, you know, this is the age of cultural appropriation, Beto, uh, Elizabeth, you know, maybe I should just be Irish. I've actually contemplated that on occasion, especially when I was drinking. I actually thought maybe I should just tell people I'm, I'm Irish because my name is Sean Keith Rima. And Rima, I think, has its roots in England or or it's British or Irish or Welsh or something like that. I do not have anything resembling a Norwegian name. And since I was a poet, I always thought, especially a drunken poet back in the old days, that I should just be Irish. But I thought that that's a lie and not cool. I just admitted to the entire city that I misspell my own middle name. 
I just always thought I always thought my middle name sounded dorky. Oh, I got to take a break. It's Sean K. Trimer. Like you should say it like that in that voice, Chris. I'm Sean K. Trimer. My middle name is Keith. And we'll take a little break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. We're back. Final few moments of the show. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Whatever you want to talk about, it's all good. Have any of you seen the Batman movie? Has anybody seen the Batman the Batman. I kind of screwed up my family unit's plans because well, I got out of the hospital too soon. They were all planning to go see the Batman. Isn't that right, baby? My wife sitting right next to me. You were all going to go see the Batman, weren't you, while I was in the hospital? And old Papa Rama came home a little too soon. Foiled your plans to see the Batman. I don't know why I'm talking like this. And Chris, have you seen it yet? Not yet. Don, have you guys seen it yet? I, you know, I'm a little Batmaned out. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, how many Batmans do we need? I mean, this is, you know, I, uh, the, the dust is barely settling on the previous Batman, and now we got to have a brand new Batman. And, I mean, I'm, I'm looking for, I'll, I'll, I'll go see it, you know. I'm not a huge Batman fan. I mean, I, I thought the best Batman movie was one with Heath Ledger. And it was good because of him, you know what I mean? And, and the very first one with Michael Keaton uh, is a favorite of mine. But I was never a Batman fan as a kid. I didn't read the stupid comic books. I thought they were depressing. And it just seems like we can't get over Batman. We just, as soon as you have a Batman, you got to have a new Batman. Well, if they make any more, they should just call him Bootman. Bootman. You know, I mean, it, 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 you know what it is, too? Especially with Batman, is with every freaking Batman franchise... This one's darker and grittier. You know, I mean, uh, it's more DC. They, it's more DC. It's more DC, right? They bring out the new Batman, and it's dirtier and grittier, and darker than the last. I'm like, oh, that's great. Because let me tell you something. That Joker movie was depressing as hell. I know he won the Oscar, but man, you couldn't pay me to watch that thing again. That movie, the Joker, was so freaking depressing. If you, if I'm feeling a little bit of joy in my heart. And I miss being depressed. I put on Joaquin Phoenix as the freaking Joker. I'm freaking depressed all over again. And now we're going to have a new depressing Batman, a darker and grittier. You know, at some point, Batman's just going to be a guy who's, I don't know, you know. The, the, the next franchise, after this one's gone through its three-movie cycle, the next Batman franchise, it'll just be shot in the dark. You won't even see what's going on, right? It'll just be... Two hours of absolute darkness, and you can't see anything except you hear the sounds of Batman killing people. Well, I say, you know, if anything, it's darker it go, and grittier. They go back to the ori- the classic Batman, and just have darkness in the sound effect with pow, flap. You have little little dialogue bubbles, right, in the comic books. This one's darker and grittier. Oh joy! You know, I haven't seen it, but I haven't heard one bad thing about it. I've actually heard it's very good. Yeah, my kids I've went heard... to see it, and they were raving about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard that it's very good. It's more of a detective story. They they kind of make him a little more realistic and angry. Yeah. Right. And it's really long. It's really I've heard yeah, it's I've almost heard, 3 hours yeah. long. I don't understand uh you know uh oh what's his name the Irish guy is playing the penguin. What's his name the Irish kid, the Irish dude? Oh, I went blank on his name. No idea. But he, he, he Oh, Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell, and they had to put so much freaking makeup on the guy, he doesn't look anything like Colin Farrell. Like, you could have just found some fat guy with acne to play the penguin, but for some reason, Colin Farrell was the guy. But I've heard heard lots of good things about it. And Robert Pattinson's just playing another role as a bat. (laughs) What's the meme? The meme is he's a lousy vampire. It took him like 15 years to turn into a bat. <laughs> he's actually a very good actor. He I mean, really he's is. A very, did you ever see The Lighthouse? Yes. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. 
Phenomenal movie, disturbing yeah. as hell, but good. They were both excellent in that film. Goblet was, of Fire. I don't know what that is. Goblet oh, of Fire. Oh, that was Harry Potter. Sorry. Oh, see, see, I'm not talking about Harry freaking Potter. <laughs> I don't watch Harry Potter movies. I'm an adult. Uh, I was, <laughs> I, but the lighthouse. It's just him and Willem Dafoe in a lighthouse, mm-hmm. going crazy, and uh, it's brilliant, but it's disturbing as hell. But he uh, he was yeah he's an amazing actor. There's another one that I want to see that he was in. There was a David Cronenberg flick, and I've never seen it, but it's just him in a car, uh, and he plays a rich guy whose life is falling apart while he's driving in his car, and the whole movie takes place in his car in like one moment. And I can't think of the name of it now, but uh, but you know everything I've seen him in was really good. That's uh, not a freaking Harry Potter or vampire movie. So I am kind of somewhat interested just as an actor to see, you know. But he seems he like he seems like he could be that type of actor who who a type of actor who could do that type of thing, like the lighthouse in the movie you just yeah. mentioned where yeah. you know, he can just do all this dialogue and make it very believable. Right. So from that sense standpoint, I am kind of curious to see it. I don't know that I need to see it at the theater, but I mean if if the family unit wants to go, well I can right now I got the IV stand. But uh, I can't go nowhere because i got to drag my IV wherever I go like an old weirdo. You should try it. You, you might get, get a good seat. I might. <laughs> I get the fancy seats yeah. up front, <laughs> the big wide ones. You can hear me coming down the hall. I sound like yeah. somebody walking a 10-speed. No, they'd have, to put you, they'd have to put you right up against the back wall at the oh, very right. end. Well, that's all right. That's where, my, that's where we always sit. Same anyway. here. Every time we, we go to the movies, we sit in the very back row. Yeah. Every t- you guys do too? Oh, absolutely. I always have. We do it because my wife doesn't my her back hurts so she can't look up. So like we got to sit in the very back row, which I don't mind. I, I actually kind of enjoy it because you're always kind of alone up there. Well, also since you like to make her puke, she's going to hit everybody in front of her. <laughs> yeah, if she's going to vomit like she did on our first date, <laughs> I took her to an IMAX movie. Not to embarrass my wife in front of the entire city, but. She puked on her first date. Anyway, uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Don Morgan, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, also known as the Pop-Tart Woman, and uh, Trey Ware. Uh, Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys on Monday. Bye.